My house has had a portal problem for as long as I can remember. We don't have a haunting per se, since we believe it's a vortex of some sort for spirits or entities to cross through, so they come and go. But most stay a while before leaving, if they ever do. There's a cemetery up the street that I frequent often, and we speculate a possible connection between the two. I decided to compile a select few stories from over the years in case it may interest someone, because it sure as hell interests me. My chest was getting very tight just typing this out. I'm aware that I over-explained things, but I think I would rather provide more information than needed than less. For background, my siblings, 27M and 24F, and I, 18 female, were raised in the same house since birth. My brother has since moved out, twice, while my sister and I remain at home with our parents. We're all pretty intuitive and sensitive when it comes to energies, particularly my sister and I. Ever since we were young, we individually decided that there is some sort of portal in our basement, which is now referred to exclusively as the hole. The hole resides in an unfinished part of the basement, which was used for storage for the first 22-ish years of my parents owning it. It's an odd indent built into the wall that goes from floor to floorboard, just wide enough for a person to stand in behind where the wall would be if it were built straight. It's in the far corner of the room, the only one not visible from the door. When it was storage, the room connected at the opposite corner from the hole to our laundry room, like the corners of the room overlapped and formed a high doorway between. Now for the activity. When I was young, for as far back as I can remember, I was petrified to go into the room whenever my mom asked me to get her something, or even to go into the laundry room without quickly switching on the light in the storage before running from the door as fast as possible, which was still extremely nerve-wracking for little me. On the occasion that I didn't turn on the light, I could feel something watching me intently from the opposite corner. Twice, I saw what I think were glowing eyes in the dark. Around the same time as the aforementioned was occurring, I was having repetitive nightmares for years, until I was probably about nine or ten, I believe. It was the exact same up to a point. I was being hunted by a man with half a face through an abandoned hospital, the only difference every night was that when he would inevitably catch me, he would torture me to death in a new way, seemingly more sadistically every time than the last. I would wake up just as I began to feel what I'm pretty sure was my life fading away. It felt so real, so painful. I'd wake up with marks occasionally that corresponded to what had happened in the nightmare the night before. Take note that this was when I was five, possibly younger, to ten-ish. And my mother was careful to shelter me from violent media or concepts like that when I was young, so these ideas should not have been imaginable for me at the time. When I finally worked up the courage to tell my mom about my nightmares, she prayed over me and blessed me with holy water, Catholic moms, man, and within a week, with her continuing to pray for it to stop, 
they suddenly disappeared. And I noticed the entity that was making me so petrified downstairs was either gone or no longer showing itself. We came to the conclusion later that whatever it was had attached itself to me and was feeding off my fear of it through the influencing of my dreams. She thinks it was a demon, but I'm not so sure of that. Small things happened over the years, but from the time I was around 10 to 13, it was nothing remarkable. When I was 13, my brother and his girlfriend moved in after she got pregnant in order to be able to provide best for their child. We converted the storage room into an apartment for them. He finished off a small square of the laundry room to be my niece's room for the time, so the two rooms are no longer openly connected. We had barely ever entered the room in years, but it still had a very heavy feeling after so much time. While moving stuff around, activity like things going missing and popping back up and electronics turning on and off began to start. Whoever was here at the time, they didn't like being disturbed very much. After my brother and near sister-in-law got settled in, it died back down, partially because they felt the hole was too ominous and covered it with particle board that remains there to this day. But it stayed active enough to let us know that something was still there. It would turn on the flashlights that had dead batteries in them from the years before, or require a hard push on a button and turn them off when you go to grab them. It would set off my niece's electronic toys in the middle of the night, knock on walls, whisper, etc. We just learned to get used to it after a while of being in that room so often. This past summer, my brother's family moved in to their own place, and I moved in to the apartment to escape my traumatic old room upstairs, which is a whole different issue itself. Of course, as they began packing stuff up, the activity got more noticeable again, as well as when I was moving my stuff in. I've been here since about July, and I think I've experienced more activity in the room in the past four to five months than all of it in my life before combined. I began not only hearing them and seeing their influence on electronics more and more, but sometimes seeing figures and seeing them interact with non-electronic objects, like opening and closing the doors in the basement when nobody's looking. In the beginning, the first I saw was when I rolled over at night and glanced toward the foot of the bed, towards the hole. And that was where I saw the silhouette of someone's shoulders up for a split second. It didn't make me feel scared, just unsettled me for a moment, as anyone would if they saw someone in their room at night. The entities listen when you talk about them in the house. We can tell. So, I talked to my sister about it the next day, and said something along the lines of, it's kind of rude of me not to have my couch in the room yet. He could have sat in the corner of the bed if he wanted. Well, the next night... I came back from the bathroom and opened my door to the dim light of my wax melter, and I swear up and down that I saw the dark figure sitting on the corner of my bed before flipping on the light after a split second. Obviously, there was no figure when the light turned on, but there was an impression of a butt on my bedsheets, as if someone had just been there. 
This confirmed they definitely listen to what we say in the house at least, but seem to be more responsive when not being talked to directly. So, it's easiest to just talk about it with my sister to influence their behavior. Every once in a while, I'll feel a new presence appear. One of the most noteworthy newcomers was a real dick to start. In the beginning of it, I would feel a massive feeling of dread that someone was standing right behind the door to my room, around six foot tall. After a few times of just standing, he switched to walking down the stairs that are right by my room, but only the bottom six stairs, and then proceeded to stand at my door for minutes. This mostly happened at night, and when I told my family about it, my mom took me out of the house to tell me she heard it too and that I wasn't crazy. She thought it was me going downstairs, but she waited to hear my door open and close. She never did, because who she heard wasn't me. I think the worst time he got me was the last time he tried to mess with me. It was around noon, and I was watching TV in my room while home alone, when I heard the sound of someone walking down the bottom half of the stairs. He stood at my door a minute without making a sound, before slowly starting to jiggle my door handle. I thought I was going to have a panic attack, because the only exit had an unknown entity on the other side of the door, and I sat frozen for at least 15 minutes, just watching the handle jiggle, until it stopped when my dad got home. For some reason, the fact that it was in the middle of the day made it feel even more threatening. I got really fed up at this point, and started ranting loudly to my sister how he's all talk and isn't going to do anything how he just wants to intimidate me and needs to learn his place in this household. I honestly expected a little backlash, but he only walked down the stairs one more time that night before stopping, and it hasn't happened since. Most recently, a couple of weeks ago, my mom decided to try to pray away the portal for no reason. They had caused no harm or annoyances in a long time, and I honestly enjoyed their company. I've never wanted to banish any entities or their means of transportation if they haven't done anything harmful. Since she made that prayer, they've been very upset with my mom, and more shy around me compared to before. The day or two after she prayed, I was near the top of the stairs making pizza rolls when my mom went downstairs to do laundry, singing on the way. When she was halfway down the stairs to my bedroom door that I had left open, it slammed closed. The door swings open rather than closed, and it was done with force. They wanted to make sure that she knew they were upset with her. The next night, she was taking a bath when the towel hanging behind her head fell into the water. She said in all the years of living here, that has never happened to her. But I didn't think much of it until she went to reach for the towel on the floor and saw the hand towel across the room be pulled to the floor. To say the least, she wasn't pleased with being bothered during bath time. Since she decided to do this prayer, I've noticed they will not be active while I'm in the room anymore. But practically as soon as I step foot out of it, there's tons of movement and sounds starting up. I'll come back, and my door will be open when I left it closed, or vice versa. And sometimes things will even be moved slightly before I return to my room. 
I'm not sure why they're feeling the need to be so much more active when there aren't direct witnesses at the moment. I don't get the feeling they're mad at me. They're just upset that someone tried to close their portal. That's probably significant to them. I tried my best to coexist with them peacefully and be kind, and it kind of feels like she ruined that bond. Which, I know, sounds insane, but it's a weird situation I'm in and have learned to accept. I care for them, and their well-being, regardless of if they're physical person or not, and she offended my guests. The more recent activity changes made me really want to write out the most memorable events surrounding the whole, so if you read the whole thing, thank you. I have no idea how to shorten this up for a TLDR, so if anyone else would like to try to sum it up shortly, be my guest. Hello, friends. I'm an Italian boy that luckily found a stable job in this absolutely horrible period, talking about COVID and stuff. Italy got hit pretty hard, and I thought it was impossible for me to find a job, but hey, I guess that's good. I've been working in this company for a month now. I got my first paycheck. Yay. So basically, I work in a small office alone, and the other person that works in the room with me is basically one of the bosses of the company, and he rarely is in the office with me since he has other stuff to do around the company. The fact that I'm alone doesn't really bother me. I can play my music while I work and can be more, uh, let's say, free on what I do. I still have my work to do, so I'm still busy. After one week on working in the company, I've started to notice strange things. Now, at this point, I want to point out the fact that I do believe in ghosts. I really do. But I'm not the type of person that if he hears a rumor, he jumps to the conclusion that it's a ghost. I investigate it, and I try to recreate that sound or give an explanation. You can say that I'm a skeptical believer if you want to. Every now and then, when I look at my monitor and do my work, I can see shadows or something, moving within the corner of my eyes. In the first time, I simply thought that it was some reflection of the light coming through the window of the room, and I simply accepted that as the explanation. A week later, it was time to go home, and due to the new COVID regulations here, I must clean and sanitize the whole room. I was cleaning my desk, and it's in front of the door, and I had my back to the door. While I was turning... I saw something standing next to the door. I really didn't mind it since I thought it was my boss coming in to tell me that I could leave the office and go home. I was going to reply while I was walking towards the trash can to throw away some papers, and noticed that there was actually no one in the room with me. That left me a bit shocked, actually, and I thought that it was pretty simple. My mind was tricking me a little bit, you know. Pretty much all the day alone in the office without anyone. I guess that it's something that could happen, so I simply shrugged it off and went home. The next day, when I walked in with my boss, we found our chairs around the office and nowhere near our desks. That was kind of strange, but I thought that maybe the cleaning lady cleaned the floor and moved them. So I simply expressed my thoughts to my boss, and he said... 
The ladies come in on Friday. But that day was Wednesday. This actually gave me the chills. Pretty much every day, a pen or pencil rolls down from a table, and I simply think that it's normal. Maybe they're a little bit inclined and the pencils and pens tend to fall off from the table. But today, something strange happened. I think that this never really happened to me, nor my boss either, because he was as shocked as I was. A little backstory. The company that I work for is a very laid-back company. Obviously, you have work to do, but it isn't really serious and 100% focused on your work type of job. The walls are colorful, the people cheerful, and my boss is super funny. I really like this place because it gives you all the creativity that you need to work. Some of you might agree with me that the mood you are in and the place that you are working in influences your work and the way you work. I joke a lot with my boss, since he's pretty young and we tend to laugh and make some jokes even while working when he's in the office with me. We had lunch together with a couple of other people of the company, and me and my boss and another woman that works there were walking back to our offices. The woman wanted to ask something to my boss, so she was coming with us in our office. When he opened the door, a cold breeze blew in our face. My boss joked about the fact, asking me, did you leave the window wide open by chance? We laughed a bit, but when we walked in, my blood actually froze. There were papers and drawings scattered on the floor of the office, pens and pencils too. Everything was a total mess. The woman got scared and decided to walk away. I totally understand her, honestly. The fact is that it was snowing outside, and there was no chance in hell that me and my boss would open that damn window. My boss and I started to clean up everything, and at a certain point, he received a call. He walked out of the office, leaving me to clean it up alone. While I was picking up some of the papers from the ground, something touched my shoulder. It kind of tapped on it like you do to a friend to make them turn. I turned and saw nothing behind me. So this is the most strange and kind of scary thing that has happened to me so far. I'm not scared by this honestly. If there is a ghost there, it doesn't really look like it's evil or aggressive. It doesn't really scare me. When something happens, I usually look around and then get back to work. And when I'm working, I'm typically too focused to think about it. It does give me the chills every now and then, but I guess that's totally normal. I'm starting to keep track of the strange happenings during the day on a little note file on my computer, and I'll update it when something happens. Maybe I'll even update it here on Reddit. I mentioned this in the comments of a previous post, but I wanted to make a dedicated post about it, because I think it's humorous and cute. So, I moved into my current house around a year ago, after having a falling out with my previous roommates. It's a tiny house, built probably around 1922, and you can tell. It's had little renovations since then, a lot of it needs work, but it's really cozy. My fiancé and I have been here for close to a year now. Since moving in, 
we've experienced paranormal activity that resembles something of a cat, which is hilarious to us. And we're not alone in this. We've actually had more than a few people confirm to us that they've either seen said cat or have felt the presence of one. Going back to the first few experiences we had, it would just be seeing a little black ball dart around corners or even up the stairs. One day, my fiancé and I are sitting on the couch watching TV. From my living room, the dining room is to the right if you're sitting on the couch and you can see clear into it. So, we're chilling after a long day of deep cleaning the house, and there was a paper towel roll just sitting in the middle of the table, standing straight up. As we're watching TV, the roll just flies off the table. Well, not flies, more like just fell. Which was weird because it was directly in the middle of the table, and nowhere even close to the edge. So, it was more like batted off. I get up, pick it up, put it back where it was, and go back to what I was doing. I don't think anything of it. Some ten minutes later, it happens again. So now I'm wondering what's happened. I'm thinking, was it wind? So I start crossing off things that it could have been. It's the dead of summer, so was the window unit AC on? Nope. A ceiling fan? No. Nothing. There was no reason for it to just be falling on the floor. Regardless, I shrug it off as just maybe it was some weird gravity phenomenon, or maybe the simulation of life is glitching. Later that week, we have a friend over. He's never really been over, and we never told him about the experiences my fiancé and I have had. Soon as he walks in the door, he kind of does this, like, weird sidestep maneuver, so I ask... What was that? And he goes, uh, I thought I was gonna step on an animal for some reason. And of course, there was nothing there. A couple of hours later, my fiancé and I and our friend are eating dinner at the table, and an empty grocery bag in the kitchen falls from the bag of bags. Everybody else does this, right? You all save bags. And it just kind of sits there for a minute deflated. Then... It just opens up like something crawled in it, and the top starts batting around unnaturally, like it's being played with. We all hear this and watch it happen for a few seconds, and then the bag returns to its deflated state, and we're all just like, what was that about? Because, again, it didn't look like the wind. Wind would have made the bag move around the kitchen more. So... We now tell him about our previous experiences, and we all come to the conclusion that it's most likely a cat. So we settle on the most cliché name ever, and we name it Catsper. I spend a few minutes making fun of the name and ridiculing its antics, and later that night, around 4am-ish, I wake up to the sound of something move on the bedside table. I brush it off as just sleep delirium and try to go back to sleep. Then, I just feel the gentlest whack on my hand, like a paw was swatting at me. Then, I hear something jump on the floor and skitter down the stairs. This time, I jumped up, I turned on the light, and I investigated. Nothing. Not a single animal in the house. I know for sure it wasn't a mouse or anything, and 
I exclaim, All right, you win, you can stay. Another time, we had a few friends over, and someone who we didn't know showed up with another friend, and he asked my fiancé, Hey, can I meet your cat? And of course we tell her the whole shebang. And she goes, Huh, I thought you guys had a cat. I saw it run up the stairs. And we're just kind of like, Yeah, it does that. So now, we just have a ghost cat. And whenever I give it a lot of shit for being a shithead, one of our decorative fake cactuses will just fall from one of the shelves for no reason. But on good days, we'll feel a gentle brush up against our legs when we're sitting on the couch, and an overall sense of comfort from the house. We've never felt anything malicious or had any other bad experiences living here. Just the cat. According to our landlady, the previous tenant had a lot of pets. It's entirely possible one of them passed and their soul just stuck around. I'm not complaining, but next time it swats my head in my sleep, I'm getting the ghost cat spray bottle. So that, my friends, was a quick collection, sort of, of paranormal stories, haunting stories, kind of creepy stories, mostly hauntings. So, good stories. Thank you to the Redditors who let me read their stories. I really do appreciate that. And thank you for listening all the way to this point. I also appreciate that. So, if you listened to this point, that means you liked the video, right? So if you liked the video and want more like this, please subscribe. The Raven implores you to join the Nevermore. Hit that subscribe button, bell icon next to it. If you're on any of the social media platforms, follow me. All the links are down below. If you want to check out my website where you can read stories that I've written, fiction stories, check it out. It's down below in the description, asTheRavenDreams.com. If you have a story you want to submit to me, it's also on that website, asravendreams.com slash submit, I think is the link. If not, it's on there somewhere. All that said, I appreciate you listening to this point still, even if you don't do any of that, you know, because I love you, okay? I love you. Just keep that in mind. And I'm rambling, and I don't know what else to say, so talk to you later. Oh, I mean, uh, sleep well.